0: Bob Stofford live in Ice District at Rogers Place. Preseason game number three tonight. The Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks. And the Oilers are going to roll out their top two lines. Connor McDavid with Evander Kane and Connor Brown. Leon settled with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman. A 60-goal score, a 50-goal score, and two guys that had 36-plus last season. Uh, we'll tell you, guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Brendan and Chris and the staff, they'll take care of you. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Tell Chris and Chef Eltaf that Oilers now sent you open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. As we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, and welcome back to the show from the Culta Hockey, David Staples of the Edmonton Journal. David is our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. It's talking to Trent Wilhock about Jake Sloan, who went to Oilers uh, uh, rookie camp. He's going to play for the Tri-City Americans this year. We welcome back to the show David Staples. Hello, David. How are you doing?
1: Hey Bob, I'm 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 good. I got a bit of a cold, so if I start coughing, you'll you'll have to come in and say something. But okay, well, you know,
0: you you went out to start the car, and first you were shoveling the walk. You <laughs> got a little bit of a chest cold, eh? We'll just call you a killer from now on. How does that sound?
1: Yeah, I was on a I was actually on a bike trip in Europe when I got it. So well,
0: it now, was, where did you where did you end up going in, in Europe?
1: Um, it's the Dalmatian Islands off Croatia, and Bobby, it is like unreal beauty. It's the most beautiful. I, I mean, I'm not that well-traveled, but it is the most beautiful place that I've ever been. It was astonishing. I've it heard Croatia.
0: amazing. I've heard Croatia is quite beautiful. I've never actually been there uh, myself. David, we're early in uh, preseason, game number three. Tonight's really the first night. The orders are going to dress by my counts, and I'll give the lineup uh, a little bit uh Six. Put it this way, 16 of the 18 skaters that they have tonight dressed for the Edmonton, 15 of the 18 skaters would be considered vets uh, in the National Hockey League. And there's going to be tw- tw- at least 13 of the Oilers players that are playing tonight. I have them on a 21-man roster. That's 12 forwards, 7 defense, and 2 goaltenders. The Canucks are going to have 10 NHLers off their team from this upcoming season in the lineup tonight. So we'll get to some more, more of those details i know there's a couple things that have piqued your interest with jay woodcroft specific to defense but it is kind of hard to tell um you know at this time of the year exactly what you're going to get except one of the things i think surprised a lot of us the opening day was the attention to detail with some defensive zone coverage and i know you're going to uh be hitting on that as well
1: well this summer uh glenn and the assistant coach gave a seminar where he talked about the three styles of defense in the nhl um man-to-man which the Oilers played a hybrid system of last year zone which he said boston and vegas played and um <clears throat> excuse me and um the swarm and he said phoenix was a swarming team and we're all familiar with the swarm bob from the time of dallas Akins when he tried to institute it essentially the swarm is a player gets pinned on the boards with the puck and immediately one, two, or three players come in to help the mainly totally uh, attacker. Yep. You, just, yep. you just swarm them, and and as Golitsin said, that leads to great A shots in the slot. And we certainly saw that in in the Aikens era. It was just a nightmare. Um, the the um, he showed some clips of the zone that Vegas Boston were playing. It's just like peely hockey, super simple. You just keep your defense on their sides, and they're either in the corner, their corner battling for the puck, or they're in front of the net. Um, guarding the front of the net. And those two defensemen are essentially married to the net, as Gullitson put it. And if a player comes out of the corner swooping up, you know, swooping out of the corner with the puck, the defenseman won't go with him, but the center will. The center will take him into the middle of the ice or towards the blue line. It's the center's job to move with the attacker who beats a defenseman out of the corner. And then the defenseman scampers back to the net. And um, that was a very, very effective system for both Boston and, and Vegas, Vegas, um, Boston had that system under Cassidy. They they, they fire Cassidy, yep. and but the new coach kept it in large part, and they were showing clips of it. It was just a beautiful, simple thing to watch. And Goetzin made the point: um, it's not the system in his in his opinion, because Tampa Bay won with a man-to-man two years in a row. It's not the system; it's the execution of the system. But the coach has to assess the players on his team and figure out which system is best for the players. So the question for the Oilers this year is which system is best. And I'm going to suggest that because the Oilers didn't have a ton of success defending last year, including in key moments against Vegas, that there is it is broken and you should be looking for a solution. And I think the Oilers have the big defensemen who can be tough in front of the net. And if you simplify that system for them and for the centers, I just see real success. So I'm I'm hoping that, um, you know, Gulletson talked about how he loves to steal ideas. He hasn't had a his own idea in 20 years. He just steals ideas. That's what all good coaches do. I think that's what they do. I think they can steal the idea from uh, Boston or Vegas here, this year. It, at least have that in their playbook. Um, I, like, I don't know how many teams switch systems. If some go man-to-man in some games and zone in others, that might be a little bit much to ask of players. But um, I'm hoping to see zone play, but we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Well, a couple things, David. First of all, do you know how many times the Oilers had a lead <laughs> in uh, in games against? So they played six games against Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. Do you know Do you know how many times they had a lead in one of those games?
1: Six, I think. Bob.
0: They had a lead in every single game, and they only yeah. cl- and they only closed out two of them. And so, when you lose a series like that in Game Five and Game Six, in which you outshoot a team 75 to 53, and you have the lead at one time or another in both games, it lead, it lends itself to scrutiny. So that's number one. And so, absolutely, I'm not surprised that there's been more. T- it, it, I mean, the Oilers finished 17th in goals against last year, ninth yeah. ninth after they got Matias Ekholm. Uh So that's number one. Number two, just on zone defense. Do you know when zone defense started in the National Football League? Bob Hayes, 1964 Olympian. The Dallas Cowboys oh, yeah. brought him in. Nobody could cover him because he was so yeah. damn fast. The cornerbacks could not keep up with him, so they basically went into a too deep zone in order to cover. This is like in the mid 60s. The NBA had zone defense, especially as more explosive athletes got in the game and were allowed to be great, greater and more creative on the floor. And so they had z- zone defense, and the NBA outlawed it because the scoring was too low when they had it. Because it was, it effectively worked.
1: Hockey Are they allowed it again, Bob. I was watching the. I don't. Yeah, you get there's, version, there's kind of
0: Yeah, there's versions. Yeah, there's variations of it. So and then, but hockey has always been slow to adapt and change. I mean, Claire Drake and some people. Ah, for you're going on about your U of A boy. Claire, you know, God rest his soul, Coach Drake. Yeah. Two things unclear. Number one, he treated men with respect and dignity. He didn't believe in power dynamics. I despise power dynamics in relationships. That's work together. That's how we get the most. You know what? We have several advertisers that have been on this show for all this is the, the, the year 13 on Ched. All right? They they've been with us all of those years. It's I I want it to be a win-win. That's how the best collaborative approaches work. It's no difference than when I have good guests on the show, David. You know, like we're having this conversation. And that's but there's, there's a way to get the most I, – I can't stand power dynamics with coaches who try to play that old school, break them down, and build them up approach. And yeah. I like coaches that, that play modified zone because it works. Coach Drake was doing that back in the – uh, early '70s at the University of Alberta, and he got laughed at when he brought it to the Alberta Oilers in the mid s Like you know, hockey was very slow to warm. So this is
1: interesting. So were you at this actual clinic? That uh, no, uh, it's on. It's on a. I can't. A, the coaches' site. It's called. It's a site called the coach's site, and it's got all kinds of seminars from NHL coaches. Hmm. And um, I went in there and looked at it. Someone. guess uh, So it was. It's. It's there. And you know, the, Bob. <clears throat> the thing about the zone is this when i went back cuz i was like you we were both racking our brains how did the oilers lose to vegas like what is the explanation here so when i finally went back and rewatched the games it it honestly kind of broke my heart cuz that vegas zone was so smart and so good and so effective compared to the oilers man on man defense and um so i'm i'm a convert like i'm i'm a little religious about this i really want them to do this Um, I don't know if they think that their players are suited for this style of play. Godson said the, um, the downside of using the zone is this, you give up time and space on the outside. Yes. So players are more able to get outside shots. (laughs) Excuse me. They're more able to control the puck and cycle the puck in a zone, but just the machine like way that they were able to Stop Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl from getting to the net. They got it. He had to be McDavid had to be two defensemen every time, one guy then another, and it was just really, really effective. And I think actually the Oilers are going to face a ton of zone. It's just going to be a constant stream of zone because you know the NHL coaches all saw that they saw that it worked, and it's going to be a really big challenge for the Oilers um, playing zone, playing against these tough zone defenses all year because zone does work.
0: You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Bob Stauffer, uh, David Staples joining us from Call to Hockey. David, you've got a big following out there with the Call to Hockey. Is it Stanley Cup or bust for the Edmonton Oilers?
1: I like how Leon kind Leon kind of backed away from the or bust part. I mean, everybody's saying that right now. Stanley Cup or bust. I don't. So I don't think the team breaks up if they don't win the cup this year, because that's what to me bust would imply. And and I think Leon was trying to make that clear. He was just kind of. It was just a phrase that popped in his head. But Bob, I've never seen the orders. This this lineup is stacked. This lineup is stacked. It is a. Gr- this is a great team.
0: This is the I, best lineup.
1: The challenge.
0: Yeah. yeah. Best lineup, David, since for eighty-seven,
1: eighty-eight. Football. That's correct. You know, the 1989 90 team was a super special team the way they came together in the playoffs. So that was a hell of a team, too. This team is just stacked with talent. I, I see them competing uh, to be number one in the regular season. And I think that would be huge for the Orders because what we've seen in the last couple of years is these slow starts, which have led to pressure games through the years. And I just think this team has the potential to come out, put the, put the throttle, you know, put the hammer down, win some games. Take off running and go from there and then meet their challenges in the playoffs as they come up.
0: Perry is Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. He says, like I said before, no cup with nurse. Oh, geez. You know, come on. It's funny with Darnell Nurse, all right? I, I actually had this conversation last and We were talking about Darnell Nurse last night at an event, and the guy's like plus 70 over the last three years. What do you, Just as an FYI, what do you think of the potential of the Nurse Bouchard pairing?
1: I really like it. Um, I just think Bouchard's ready for heavy minutes. Um, <clears throat> nurse will Nurse will benefit from having such a slick passer with him, take some of the pressure off him. And he, <clears throat> excuse me, he provides that physical presence um, when Bouchard is on the ice. The one concern I have is this, Bob, in the offensive zone. Darnell likes to shoot the puck, and he's got a fairly decent shot from outside. Yes, but really, his play. He, he's got. A, he's going to have to suck it up for the team. When he gets the puck at the point, his primary thing should be um, looking down low. And if that's not there, feed Bouchard because it's Bouchard who's got that uh, killer shot. So um, he's going to have to figure that. They're going to have to figure out that kind of offensive kink between them. But uh, Bouchard is, I think, ready to step up and, and take those extra minutes. Does
0: he get seventy points this season? Can he get? I mean, I think he gets sixty if he's healthy for a year. Can he get the seventy?
1: If the power play is like last year, Bob, I mean he he had what thirty-seven points in thirty-three games, including the playoffs, I think, I and mean, yeah. he could get ninety points um, if things go his way. That's that's what he was on track for. Um, he could get ninety points. Yeah, he could get ninety points. I mean he he's running the best power play in history. He's going to get a ton of power play points, and at even strength um, with his shot. You know, the way you beat the zone is some, with outside shooting. You've got to put pump the puck back to the point and break down the zone that way, just hammering the puck. He's going to be the guy. So, yeah, I think he could get 90 points.
0: All right, uh, and it's time for you to make a call here. David Staples joining us from Call to Hockey. He is uh, our headliner today for Hawk Beef Trophy. So, David, uh, what impact did Dylan Holloway and Philip Roberg have on the Evans and Oilers?
1: Well, they need, these, they need young talent, a constant flow of young talent to come into the team because of salary cap considerations. I'm a big Philip Broberg fan. I think he's a smart defensive defenseman, very, very responsible. Um, he's just got to get the confidence. He's got to get the confidence to assert himself at the NHL level. And it might come to a point where he's, he's reaching a point where he's not um, succeeding, and he just has to make up his mind no matter what. I'm just going to leave it on the ice. I'm just going to give it all my all and, and see what happens then and take that attitude. I mean, he, he, you know, his main competition, or CeCe and DeHarne, DeHarne's attitude is so great. I don't know if you saw the interview that Deharney did this summer where he talked about his affirmations. But he's such a positive thinker. And I just think uh, Broberg sh- should have, you know, talked to Vinny Start his own affirmation diary and tell himself like he's going to do it. He can get out there because he is such, he does have the size and the talent to be, I think, a top four D man in a defensive role in the NHL. But it's the confidence that isn't there.
0: All right. Thanks for the, David, thanks for joining us here in Oilers now. Battle through that cold, okay? Thanks, Bob. You bet. 449 in Edmonton. We're gonna to get to some texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ah, it's uh, it's it's funny. A one guy texts about Darnell Nurse, and then the Darnell Nurse haters come out and away they go. And it's like the guy played 2330 per game last year. He was plus 26. He's I think he's third in the league in five on five goals over the last three seasons by defenseman. But he's got his haters. Just kind of makes me question things. So uh, when we get back, we'll bring aboard Brendan Escott. It's 4.50 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Welcome back, everybody. It is 4.53 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, Derek Scott, Kellen Kennedy, Reed Wilkins, Cam Moon, Cast of Thousands. This is Oilers Now. You can join New West Travel for an exclusive roadie to Montreal to watch the Oilers play the Canadians on Saturday night. This package includes airfare, three-nights, deluxe hotel in a downtown Montreal. Private suite tickets. That's right, a private suite with food and drinks and welcome receptions in both Edmonton and in Montréal. Experience the incredible hockey history in Montreal this January. To be a part of this awesome Montreal road trip, reach out to New West Travel today, online at newwesttravel.com. Momentarily, we'll bring in Brendan, but not before I bang off a quick text. Uh, G says, Bob, they're small and wimpy up front, and another off-season pacifist, Ken Holland, doesn't add toughness. Feel free to chop Leon's shoulder off or run Eckholm's head into the boards. That one comes to us from G. Again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 496 Cracker Jack says, Bob, it's because people regarding Darnell Nurse, they always find something to complain about. I bet they won't be talking like that at the parade at the end of the year. Well, I hope that's the case, that there's a parade at the end of the year. Uh, Bob, I love your show. I haven't listened as much since the time of the show changed, but Nurse is uh, not it, and he is overpaid. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, I like Nurse, but the, that extra 250 k on his uh, $9.25 million contract contract, Kind of bugs me, honestly. It could have helped save the team uh, a little bit of money. Again, you can text us 7804960063. Uh, Kim says, Bob, the only reason people are all over Darnell's is because his mistakes are visible and often show a lack of focus on a regular basis. Not the kind of mistakes a $9 million player should make. That's a range of the texts. Brendan Escott's going to join us back in the 630 Chat Studios. Brendan, it, it only took us the third preseason game for people to start getting on Darnell nurse on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, well, you know, people, they care. They're, they have passion. There you go. What do you got?
2: Do we not have Brendan? Hi there. Sorry, I had to push the, uh, the yeah, gotta... on-air button, that one that we struggle with here sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, listen, I didn't think it ever stopped in these shows that I was hosting over the summer. There was plenty of people that still come out, and well, he's a $6 million defenseman. It's not what the market dictated for any of the guys that signed at that point, point. and uh, you know, Chicago is sitting there with Seth Jones and their hands in the air wondering the same thing. It's a good prove-it year for Darnell Nurse and an opportunity with the cap going up to say that if he can really hone in on defense i think he can make himself uh, a lot closer to worth that in the minds of many this year for sure
0: yeah no question i mean it's an interesting one with him uh bob i hope they don't cut brandon sutter if he's our best face-off guy well he is a right shot six foot three uh you know, faceoff specialist, bottom six forward. He hasn't played the last couple of years. He, frankly, the twitch looked a little off in the first game to be expected. He hadn't played in a couple of years. He's basically competing for a spot against Lane Peterson. Brendan, who are you betting on between Brandon Sutter and Lane Peterson? Lane Peterson, by the way, is on a one way for the next two years at $775,000
2: all off season since Peterson signed I thought really it was going to be his to lose perhaps even over Raph Lavoie I thought that was going to be a stiff competition here in training camp but if Brandon Sutter has another game the like of which he did uh, out of the gate there he keeps putting one foot in front of the other he fits the prototype of what they need most so I think it's his spot to lose uh, Corey has texted us,
0: the federal government is only in power due to media interference. Oh, wait, that wasn't meant for this show. He says, nurse isn't going anywhere. Why do fans insist on negative energy? Uh, it just And then text goes out and say, Oilers fans are a detriment to their team. There you go. Uh, it is 4.57 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather
2: traffic update with Randy Kilburn. When we come back, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling.